Welcome to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And I'm here to tell you that imposter syndrome isn't a life sentence. It's just a dysfunctional way of thinking. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. Time to kick your inner imposter to the curb and create life-changing results for you and your clients. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my lovely listeners. This is another episode of the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, business mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. I'm so happy to have you here. It is September when you're listening to this, and I just can't believe it. It came so fast that that's what she said. I'm so sorry. It's just, it's automatic. I can't stop it. But I can't believe that it's here. I can't believe that we're going into the fall. And I have two private coaching spots open as of right now. And if you are a coach or a service provider wanting to scale into six figures and beyond, then this private coaching container is for you. We're together for six months and we meet three times a month with an implementation week. And then you have access to me via Voxer and you get access to all of my passive items. So I have a resource portal and the From Imposter to Empowered course and my energy management bundle and the perfect launch vault. You get forever access to all of those things. And this is for a coach or a service provider where you may be making money, but your insides aren't matching your outsides. You're feeling really emotionally burnt out. You feel like you're having a hard time managing your thoughts and emotions. You are waiting for the other shoe to drop at any point, whether that's a client calling you out or being unhappy or not getting results or you not making as much income this month as you made last month, trying to figure out, is this sustainable? Is this something that I can keep up? You could even be in a full-time job and like really thinking like, do I want to leave my job? Am I really going to be doing this for real? You could be carrying over hustly type of beliefs like I have to work harder to make money I have to do more to make money I'm not doing enough and all of these things come back to worth and belief and thoughts and those are the things that we are going to do a deep dive on and really this is a time to nurture yourself when I invested in my private coach Catherine Morrison she's amazing um, I invested in her back in March actually February and then we started in March And she was a really big investment into myself. And I kept asking myself, like, do I need this? Like, do I really need a private coach? I should know how to do this shit by now. And it changed my life. Having that constant support over the last six months, it literally changed me. Like, I'm a different person. At the time that I'm recording this, we have our last call on Wednesday of this week. And I am so excited to just tell her, like, how much she changed my life. And I always even tell her them because it's just like the power of examining my brain, especially going through such a pivotal time in my business, knowing that like, okay, something needs to change if I'm going to make the money that I'm going to make. If you have a fear of success and fear of being seen and fear of coming into your own in this space, like there's a lot of things that come up when you're scaling into six figures and beyond, trust me. So I just had to decide that I was worthy of that constant intimate support and it was life-changing. So You can go to the link in my show notes and you can book a call with me, book a free sales call with me, and we'll see if we're a good fit. This is a, I would say like mid four figure investment in total. So it's 
not going to be that price for long. So jump in there and grab one of the two spots. And today I'm going to give you a kick in the ass. Actually, <laughs> I actually literally have it written in my notes app. Here's where kicking the ass to start back up again. And I'm still deciding what to name this podcast, but that's essentially what this episode is going to be. It's a kick in the ass. And that is because when you are an online entrepreneur, I find that you're just constantly facing yourself. Does that make sense? You're constantly facing yourself. And that means that you wake up in the morning. And if you're like me and you hate mornings, I literally wake up every day. And this is the opposite of what I should be saying. But I literally think I hate my life. (laughs) Because I always want to sleep longer. Like I always want to sleep longer. I'm pretty sure that's tied to my ADHD and core morbid depression. But for my entire life, even when I was a little girl, when I would wake up, I would say to myself, I can't wait to go back to bed. And I just don't make it a problem anymore because I'm just like, okay, it could be something deeper. But like once I'm up and I've had my water and my coffee, like I'm good. But that moment when I wake up, I want to die. Anyways, not actually guys, but I am super exhausted in the morning. So when you are running your online business, you are in the face of yourself and your thoughts and how you feel because you wake up and you look at your phone and you're on the social media and you're thinking of things to add to your program and you're checking in with clients and you're spending the majority of the time with yourself and with your thoughts. And that's why, oh my God, that's why coaching is so damn important in this space because you are constantly at war with the things that you're thinking and the things that you're feeling and you don't have to be at war with yourself. It doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be that hard and that's why it's really important to have a coach and really important to do this work on yourself every single day because otherwise you are left to your own devices and we always know that the brain is trying to keep us safe. We know that the brain is like old school in terms of the way that it protects you and looks out for you. And a lot of the time, those things aren't actually serving your growth. So we already know this. Um, And you're basically at the mercy of your thoughts if you don't have control over them, if you don't learn to examine them and set the ones free that you don't fucking need. So you're constantly up against the things that you're thinking and you're feeling. It's not like when you go to work in a corporate job and you see other people and you're sitting down and like you're doing work for somebody else. Like you still have your own thoughts, of course, but you can honestly kind of distract yourself with a job that doesn't really have any stake in the matter in terms of your own belief in yourself and your worthiness. You know, you can kind of outsource that stuff to other things when you work for somebody else. But when you work for yourself, you make everything mean everything about you, right? You're thinking about the next income goal and you're thinking about your client results and you're thinking about what you're going to do next. So you're spending a lot of time with yourself. And that means that sometimes you're going to feel like things aren't working. You're going to feel down in the dumps, not going to have any motivation. You're going to be like, something's going on. And first of all, let's talk about resistance. So usually if you feel like resistant to doing a task or getting shit done or even showing up, 
Let's first talk about what resistance is. And my client and I were talking about this. Shout out to Chelsea. She's amazing. And she said that in one of her programs, she said that resistance comes from pressure. And I would totally agree with that. Resistance does come from the pressure of an external source or something that you are creating. So if you're looking at where you're creating pressure, let's say, for example, you're going to jump on Instagram stories during a launch and talk about your offer. If you're feeling resistant to it, it could be that you're feeling the pressure of having to say the right thing. You're feeling the pressure of promoting your offer and then you're having thoughts of, well, nobody cared yesterday and nobody signed up yesterday, so why does it matter? And I think resistance also comes from expectation and the expectation of things going a certain way and if they don't go a certain way, you're already kind of preemptively protecting yourself again we're going to talk about like how your brain wants to protect you but so does your body your body is aware of the emotions you felt in the past that you didn't like because it was created by thoughts that were not serving you which created a feeling inside of your body which you were like oh I don't like this feeling so it also turns into avoidance of a feeling so we have resistance is created by pressure and it is created by expectation and it is created by avoidance of a feeling because you're avoiding feeling disappointed so basically how it would look in like a line of thought or a line of emotion is you're having the thoughts of oh I don't want to show up today because you're feeling pressured about showing up and talking about your offer because you don't know if it's going to be the right thing and then you're worried that nobody is going to sign on anyways and then you're worried that you're going to be disappointed in yourself and it just turns into a big ball of resistance and it's because you're using an assumptive future prediction. So you're assuming exactly what you think is going to happen by assuming that, okay, yep, I'm going to show up. I'm not going to say the right thing. And then nobody's going to sign up. And then I'm going to be disappointed in myself. I'm going to feel shitty. I'm going to feel embarrassed. And then it's just going to ruin the rest of my business. So you just decide to not show up. That is a very real reality for a lot of people when they are going to launch their offer and I see this a lot too with like people that are launching their first offer too like they spend a lot of time doing things like getting things done in the background before just fucking doing it and launching because they are afraid of what the outcome is going to be they're afraid that if nobody signs up for their first launch then that means it's not going to work and then they're going to stop doing their business so because they're trying to look into the future with their fucking crystal ball and see that then they just avoid it altogether so you're looking out into the future and you're trying to predict exactly what is going to be happening because you're trying to either avoid a feeling or avoid being disappointed or you feel like the expectations are something that you can't meet. And as I said before, you're also feeling the pressure. You're feeling the pressure of something that is creating the pressure, whether that's external. So for example, if you worked a corporate job, you getting something done for your boss, it could mean that you're receiving the pressure from that source. Or when it comes to your business, you're just feeling the pressure of a deadline that you put on yourself, your clients are waiting for it, something like that. Or it could just be perceived pressure of something that doesn't even exist like really just constantly feeling like you need to get things done and do things within a certain time frame because you're impatient I know for me 
I have to really work on my thoughts whenever I create a new training for Worthy Woman Method, my lifetime group coaching container. I really have to rein in my thoughts because I think it needs to be a now thing. I think it has to be done immediately. It has to be edited immediately. It has to be done so fast because I need to get it out there, but I just have to like really slow my roll and relax and be like, I created this resource from my brain and no matter how long it takes, I'm going to make sure that it is great for my clients and when they get it, they will be happy about receiving it. Now, if you're in a time-sensitive crunch with regards to your program starting, first remember that you don't even have to really worry about getting all your content out Let's say it's a 12-week program and you have only done the first couple of weeks. That's totally fine. You can do the content as the weeks go on. For the From Imposter to Empowered program that I ran that has now evolved into the Worthy Woman Method, when I ran those programs the first time, I actually did all my content for that week's call literally before I ran the call that night. Like it would sometimes be like the day before or that night, but... I just didn't put pressure on myself to get all the content done because I was leaving room too for creativity and leaving room for if something new came up and that's just something that worked for me and I had to work on my thoughts to really accept that way of doing things. So it really just depends like what your way of doing things is and I want to also talk about possibility. I've talked about that a little bit on the podcast before, but when you are feeling resistant and not wanting to do things, you need to consider the what if in possibility instead of the what if in probability because your what if in probability looks a lot like past evidence and it's usually very negative and it's usually the outlook of somebody that's not even you. It could be like a family member, for example, If you have a parent who you're thinking about doing your online business and you're growing it and you're thinking about all the things that could happen, you could have a parent that usually brings you back down to earth in quotations, which it's not earth, it's just negativity and criticism. And you could have either them saying that to you directly or their voice in your head being like, this probably isn't going to work out. People don't just make a ton of money on the internet. It's not that easy. Like you could have that type of dialogue with yourself because we're always thinking about probability. It's also very normal for us to think about that because again, we evolved with brains that are we're trying to protect us. We looked outside of the cave and thought there's probably a dangerous animal out there, a saber-toothed tiger, and we need to be careful. And that is what your brain is doing each time you set a goal. And that's what your brain is doing each time you show up each day and do the damn thing. You know, your brain is looking out for that saber-toothed tiger when in reality, now there is no saber-toothed tiger. There's just your thoughts. Your thoughts are the tiger. Your thoughts are the scary thing because your thoughts control everything that you do because they stem from your beliefs. So Considering the what if in possibility means you could think to yourself, but what if it all doesn't work out? Or you could choose to start shifting your thoughts to, but what if it does? What are the amazing things that could come as a result of me putting myself out there? What if I actually sign 10 people in this launch instead of nobody? What if this opportunity worked out for me in the future? And just a tiny example, I am going to be the guest mindset coach in a program for my past client and this is a client the last time she paid me was literally back in December of 2019 
and we worked together in my first mastermind. It was the mini mindset mastermind. I called it mini because I didn't have any belief in myself. (laughs) So I called it mini, the mini mindset mastermind. And it was three amazing women who I actually all still stay in touch with. And one of them, she's a coach for network marketers. And she worked with me in that. And ever since then, we've stayed in touch. We actually met. So her name's Lindsay. Lindsay Brazel, B-R-A-Z-Z-E-L. You probably found her on Instagram. And her and I met actually at Pace to be Brave. We sat next to each other during a dinner like a random dinner and we introduced ourselves to each other and we hit it off and then I actually invited her to be in the mini mindset mastermind and she was like yeah for sure and I was like oh fuck yeah this is really amazing I'm gonna do a whole separate podcast on this but that was my first experience with really feeling high vibration and reaching out to people and offering my services and being really excited about them and I signed all three of those people and it was because I had just gotten home from a retreat And in-person events really shift your belief. They really help you realize that anything is possible for you. There are people who are making money from this, who are very successful and who are doing the same thing as you with the same fears and the same things coming up for them and that you're not alone. And I think that that is a really good opportunity for you to shift your belief is to go to in-person events. So anyways... (laughs) I asked Lindsay to be in the Mini Minds and Mastermind and she said yes and then she worked with me, she paid in full and then after that we just stayed in touch and she reached out to me and said, hey Jill, like I would really love for you to be the mindset coach in this program so I'm getting paid to coach her clients when it comes to their mindset and that is an opportunity that came from something that happened almost two years ago now. And I'm just so grateful because I didn't want to show up for that launch. I didn't want to pitch that offer. I I had no belief in myself. I thought like, okay, I'm just going to throw this group together. And like every week I, I was so anxious every single week getting on that call. I stuttered a lot because I was so anxious and nervous. And all three of them were like, that was life changing. Like that was amazing. And sometimes I have like nostalgia for going back. Like sometimes I feel like reminiscent on the time where like, my business was so little and I was making like hardly any money because it's just a whole different host of thoughts and feelings, you know, but I wouldn't trade anything for how my business is now and I've worked so hard to get here. But the thing is, is like I was not considering the possibility of what if I was always looking at probability. I was always looking at what's probably going to happen. And that is such an evolutionary response. That is such a response to your family members trying to keep you safe and things always being the way that they are and remember that nothing really changed by people looking at the world or looking at themselves or looking at a concept and thinking this is good the way it is it changed by somebody being like I think it could be better I think I could do it differently and there's all these stories about the people who have created really massive things in their life like I think Steve Jobs who created Apple when he was like oh I want like a desktop in each and every home in North America people laughed at him like they were like that's not going to happen Henry Ford the one who created the first car when he didn't do fucking market research because he knew that if he asked people what they wanted they'd say faster horses and he created the car and people would be like oh what you're gonna you're just gonna put gas stations all over the world that's not gonna work and now look at today 
look at today. So the thing is, is, is you really have to lean into possibility as an entrepreneur. You really have to. And it's a skill. It's not going to be like an automatic thing that you do. It's a skill. You have to catch your thoughts and be like, oh, I'm thinking about probability instead of possibility and lean into that. And that's going to help you feel so much better and actually open your mind to other inspired actions and things that you can do. And remember that it's always working and finding the evidence of things that are working. Again, we are so used to and so programmed to look at what isn't working so we can protect ourselves. Your brain's job is to protect you. So it makes sense why when something doesn't go the way that you want, like a flop launch or something that you think what went wrong. I had a coach ask me after one of my launches, which was actually quite successful but because I had really high expectations for myself I was like it's not good enough and she was like what if nothing went wrong and I was like what (laughs) like my mind was blown I was like oh yeah I guess I just I'll just do it again like obviously I was just gonna do it again I never think oh this is gonna be my last launch if it doesn't work out like I never ever ever think like that ever but just the thought of like instead of dwelling on what didn't work why can't I focus on what did work and just fine-tune the process I always say that too I always say to my clients who are trying to like uproot everything and trying to change everything like but what's working what's going well let's do more of that it's always working and it's usually working behind the scenes so remember that it's like the work that you are putting in now where you don't think you're seeing a return there are people watching there are people listening there are people getting value from you and being serviced by you and all that happens behind the scenes to build up to that time when somebody says hey I want to work with you I think about that with my content a lot like sometimes I'll be on my stories and I'll be talking and I'll just be like oh like is this resonating with anybody I hope this is working and then I have somebody reach out to me and be like I binged your podcast I looked through all your Instagram posts like this is so good I really want to work with you all the work that I'm doing is always working and I want you to really adopt that thought for me it's always working another thing is don't mistake your feelings for facts when you're happy and you feel good and you feel in that high vibration everything feels good right like you you think I'm so grateful everything's working out for me. The shit's great. I love having an online business. I love supporting people. I love being of service to them. But when you feel like shit and you roll out of bed and you're like, oh, I'm so tired. Am I going to make money this month? Is this going to happen for me? Is this client happy? You make your emotions mean everything. And here's a rule. Let's take our happy emotions and make them mean something good, but let's not mistake our negative emotions for facts. Because when you do that, you are taking your human experience and you are contorting it in a way that suits those biological needs that your brain has, that evolutionary response that your brain and your body have. And that will lead to self-sabotage because let's say you're having a shitty day during your launch and you don't show up or you do show up and it's clear that you're just not into it that leads you to be like this launch is a flop I'm just going to stop showing up altogether or I'm not going to show up as energetic it's not going to work you're already moving on and that would equate to self-sabotage that would equate to you just giving in and just deciding to give up when really you were just having an off feeling you were just having an off day an off feeling and 
even having a whole off day, I tell this to my clients a lot, is like don't over-identify with your feelings. Don't sit there and just decide, okay, yeah, I'm just feeling so shitty. I'm so sad. I'm so mad. This all means something and it means I'm going to be in a shit mood the rest of the day. You decide that actually. Or you can do your mindset work. You can journal. You can brain dump. You can do some self-coaching on yourself. You can do some EFT tapping. You can take a bath. You can go for a walk. You can shift your energy and move out of it. And when you do not shame yourself for feeling the way that you feel, it like almost immediately releases. If you're just like, yeah, I'm crying right now. And like, it could be a number of different things. I literally have a conversation with myself whenever I'm upset because I'm just like, it's okay. It's all good. You're allowed to be upset. You are taking something that happened and you're turning it into something and that's okay, but it doesn't mean anything. We're just gonna let ourselves feel this emotion. We're gonna cry. We're gonna feel shitty. That's okay. And then we're gonna get back to business. Like that is okay because you are a human experience with a wide range of emotions, but you don't have to make the negative emotions mean anything unless you decide to. And I honestly feel like a lot of people get so caught up in their pain and get so caught up in shit that drags them down because they put so much meaning and emphasis on when they feel shitty. They put so much meaning on it. Like I feel sad today. So that must mean something. Now, This is not negating things like anxiety or depression, which I struggle with both of those things. So this isn't saying that. I'm not saying that neurodivergent people or somebody with a chemical imbalance in their brain, like you're making your emotions mean something. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that when it comes to your business... And when you have a sad emotion or a negative emotion, and then you start thinking about your business and loading onto your business and being like, the reason why I'm sad is because my business isn't working out. It's because it's not generating money. It's because it's not generating enough money. Your business is fucking bearing the brunt of all of that negative emotion. And I tell my clients this too. I tell them like, think about your business like your child. And a lot of you who are listening, your child is probably either between an infant stage or like a toddler to a young child who still relies on you for a lot of things. Your business looks to you for guidance. And if you are constantly putting all your negative emotions, outsourcing your shitty mood, your shitty attitude and how you feel onto your business, your business is going to be like, okay, I guess I'll just take it. I think about that with regards to the older generation who didn't go to fucking therapy and decided that they would put their emotional burden on their children. I think about that and I think like, you know better. You know as an adult and you know as somebody who is in this space how important mindset work is and how important thought work is. So for you to put all your negative emotions on your business and being like, your business is the reason as to why you're feeling this way and if things were just going better, you'd feel better. That is completely unfair and it is not going to serve your business whatsoever. Your business is a baby or a toddler or a small child and it does what you tell it to do. It looks to you for guidance and meaning and interpretation and that's why 
honestly, if you are ever going to do work on your mindset and on your business together, it is going to be within the first one to six or seven years because that is going to build the foundation for you because then you're going to start making the money. You're going to start seeing the results and it's going to be easy to believe in yourself and believe in the progress and believe in the evidence because it's there. But in the beginning, if you make your business bear all your emotional shit, bear the emotional brunt of everything, you're going to be resentful towards it. You're going to feel like things aren't working and it's all because of the business and I feel sad and burnt out because of my business. And it's just like, we got to stop doing that. We got to stop doing that because it is not your business's fault. You are the person who decided to do this. And now that means that you have to go inwards and do the inner work. So even if you have negative emotions because they are just a part of life, you are able to get back on the horse. As I said, this is always a lesson to go inwards and do the mindset work and remember to unconditionally love yourself through it all, which again, so much easier said than done, right? But remember that it's okay if you're feeling shitty, you're you're allowed to have your emotion, but remember that you don't have to make it mean anything, just like a thought doesn't have to mean anything about you and you actually have complete control over the things that you're thinking about yourself and how you feel not in a gross like you you can control yourself kind of way but like you can choose differently you can choose possibility and you can lean into that and it's not going to be easy at first because your brain works like a program so the more that you do something the more it's embedded into your neural pathways and you just have to keep choosing to lean into possibility keep choosing to not make your negative emotions mean anything keep choosing a different thought and it will get easier as time goes on. Your business is going to grow. The evidence is going to inevitably be there. Things are going to get a lot better, in quotations, better in your business because you have more evidence, more results, more money. But that's why it's so important for you if you're listening to this and you're in a stage where like you're still kind of uncertain, things are uneven and they're not consistent. Really important to do the mindset work and the thought work and to constantly come back to that. It's not your business's fault that you're feeling a certain way so don't blame your business I think that's such a good fucking analogy that like your business is a baby or a toddler or a small child whatever stage that your business is in remember that you are the adult so if you are somebody who is within those first couple years of your business and you're still trying to create that consistent income and you are really resonating with everything that I'm saying in this episode, you can go to the link in my show notes and get on the wait list. But you will save $222 on enrollment when we open the doors again. And if you are wanting to scale your business into six figures, you want to do that inner work on yourself so you can set the rest of your business up for success, then you are going to want to go to the link in my show notes and apply for private coaching. Okay, so I love you guys. This was kind of a longer episode, but I had a lot to say. So let me know how much you love this episode screenshot and tag me at your coach chill on Instagram and see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Check out the show notes to get started on your free three-day challenge to overcome your inner imposter. Once you're done listening today, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram story, tagging me at your coach Jill so I can share it on my page. See you next time.